0: It's football another F words. And of course, as soon as that stacking sends out a video detailing the entire timeline surrounding all the rumors and the logical conclusion you take, the Tennessee Titans do something illogical and fire Mike Vrabel, but it only seems illogical on the surface. If you take a few steps back and look at an overhead view, it may start to come into focus for those first we need an in-memoriam segment or maybe a uh, RIP, our condolences to the families of those that have lost loved ones due to dehydration of putting their head in the sand. In this whole situation has been going on since John Robinson has been fired. So my condolences to all of you guys that have lost loved ones to the desert. All right, Stony, also. you are joining me. And I am so glad that you're here to join me because we have been talking like this is we've talked about Senior Bowl and we've talked about all the stuff that I hear or learn or read and that you learn or read about this whole situation. And it has come to a head. And if you say hi to the people real quick.
1: Well, I just want to say real quick to RIP to the coach, better, play better shirt sales. I, I'm going to get rid of these last few
0: that I've They're got Collectibles now. So go to <laughs> the soprosnetwork.com, yeah. go to their store, get you the while supplies last. Got a oh, coach better, got to play better. Yeah. Get them while supplies last because those are now collectibles. Those are collectibles. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, or, so it got announced by Adam Schefter was first on the scene. It made me jump out of my couch because I was about to start um, uh, some show on Netflix, I can't remember, and uh, which says a lot about that. Um, I was watching and, Killers
1: of the Flower Moon.
0: Oh, that's what I should be watching. Um, <laughs> but Either way, Amy Adams Strunk has released the following statement, and it is a, l- a long statement. Earlier today, I spoke with Mike Vrabel and told him about my decision to make a change at head coach. As I told Coach Frabel, this decision was as difficult as any I've made as a controlling owner. I appreciate Mike's contributions to the Tennessee Titans both on and off the field. Anyone who has ever met him knows how passionate and genuine he is, and he's been a strong supporter of the Nashville community. We wish Mike, Jen, and the Frabel family nothing but the best in the future. As the NFL continues to innovate and evolve... (laughs) I oh, believe the team's best positioned for sustained success will be those who empower and align a collaborative team across all football functions. How
1: about that?
0: That is a that is a, a little spice there spicy line. yeah, well, last year. We began a a shift in our approach to football leadership and made several changes to our personnel to advance that plan. As I continued to assess the state of our team, I arrived at the conclusion that the team would also benefit from the fresh approach and perspective of a new coaching staff. I believe the Tennessee Titans can and will be a premier National Football League franchise. It's what our fans deserve, and there will be hard decisions along the way. My my decision today is not only a reflection of my disappointment in our past two seasons, but also my recognition that further changes are necessary to fully achieve our vision. I will never shy away from acknowledging that I have unapologetically high expectations for the football team and every aspect of the Titans organization. Our vision is not simply to produce more wins than losses. It is to regularly compete for championships. While this season was disappointing, I see early signs of progress taking shape. Last year, we added a promising young quarterback and several other talented players to our roster. With a coaching search, enviable cap space, and top 10 draft position, this offseason is as important as any in our history. I am excited for the week's and months ahead, we will meet the moment. Woo! That's what a, a lot, man. Damning, damning statement. Uh, it is insane. I, am, Iron I fist. am floored. I am floored, surprised, dumbfounded, but also like I'm a little hype because yeah. I have I have <laughs> personally blamed. Amy Adams drunk for a lot of the problems that are going on but she also seems to be someone that is like I may not be 100% a football person but I can also recognize everything that you guys are recognizing that teams Mm -hmm. around are recognizing and that is a lack of evolution and her words were innovation and evolution it's innovate and evolve but innovation, and evolution with the coaching staff. We've all said it. We've all talked about it. But there is a lack of that that she feels. Now, not trading Vrabel is a big issue. Sure. But what did Paul Karski, what insight did Paul Karski put out that you were telling me before we went live on the air?
1: Yeah, so this is courtesy of his website, paulkaharski.com. Go subscribe there. He added a little nugget in his report that said trade possibilities were explored but determined not to be feasible. The timetable and the team's feeling that Vrabel would be willing to participate in a trade were factors. So, I mean, I, I don't that, know. It kind of sounds coach to has me.
0: The to want to go coach where he's exactly.
1: going. Exactly. Yeah, it sounds to me like they were trying to make the trade, which... You know, common sense would dictate that's probably what's been going on the last forty-eight hours that we've heard radio silence for, and now they they hit the point where they couldn't find a dance partner. Maybe.
0: Well, and it's also a timetable issue, right? Um, you know, do you really want a disgruntled coach? Yes. Do you, yeah. Do you maybe want an uh, not a not a guy that's viewed as an innovative mind?
1: Yes, yeah. your coach. Which is is kind of
0: what I do and I think he'll get hired. And I think he'll get he'll probably have many interviews lined up. But do you want to trade first round picks and more for Mike Vrabel? And does he want to go to the destination? So Mm -hmm. you also uh everybody is saying it. I don't know for sure if it's particularly correct, but I would assume it is. But Everybody's saying that there's the Rooney rule involved. Well, you have to do two in-person minority interviews mm-hmm. before you can even before you can decide on a coach. In-person interviews are not a, go, happening right now, so then you're waiting weeks. And do you really want a Munchak situation? So, I right. personally would take the risk though and try to get some draft capital and get someone to trade. But maybe the feeling around the league is we're not willing to pay that much for Mike Vrabel. And so you have to make a decision of what's best for the team. Is it to go ahead and start shopping and putting your names out there? Because remember the Atlanta Falcons have yet to start lining up any interviews, but the Mm -hmm. Panthers have like nine lined up and so do various other things. You have to start now. And maybe they were like, okay, well, Harbaugh's probably entering in the the discussion now and all this stuff. You kind of have to, right there. It tells you that it had become an untenable situation, Stoney. And we yeah. and I, I've talked about it, I've harped on it. That and it is an untenable situation ultimately created by Amy Adam Strunk. Now she's trying to correct an untenable situation and trying to change it, much like Fire and j rob I think Rank Carthen had a, a better year than John Robson has had for the last few seasons. Maybe sure. the next coach can come in and do the same thing, but she is looking for sustained success yeah. two losing seasons or two miserable seasons in a row ain't gonna fly with her
1: man i i feel like this is part of partly the scenario that i laid out on the unofficial titans podcast over the weekend where i'm i'm trying to put myself in amy adam strunk's shoes and looking at this situation and saying is it best to go ahead and just if you're if you're forced to if you have to you can't find a trade partner um is it best to just go ahead and rip the bandaid off and try to get someone that may be a little more forward thinking into that position? And I also kind of feel like the trade talk stalling, whether it was because people didn't want to give up what um, the asking price was, or maybe Vrabel just didn't want to go there. There weren't as many suitors as maybe we were led to believe would be for Mike Vrabel. Kind of makes me wonder too, about how how damaging the last season, the last two seasons were for his reputation, where we kind of just accepted it. Oh, Mike is worth two first-round draft picks. But if you look at the performance of the team on the field the last two seasons, it's all reputation at this point. And, and I feel like maybe that damaged his reputation to a point that teams were looking at it like, no, 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 that that asking price is is way too much.
0: Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, there's going to be all kinds. I I got free material t- for stackingtheinbox.com about coaching searches and all this stuff. Uh, the obvious choice is obviously Bobby Slowick. Uh, I would even throw in there that <clears throat> looking at um, a list from the 2020, from last year in May, there is a, after Rand Carthon was hired, there is also a diversity kind of program, leadership program for coaches that happened in May. So I would expect maybe there's gonna be a couple people on that list. The, the the NFL provides teams with a list of diversity candidates for you to choose from to interview. And now you could choose people off the list, but they they expect that at the very minimum you pick two off that list. So they, when a league has a hand in everything like this, this is what people are talking about. Uh, so this is where we're at right now. Um, with this. Uh, give me one second.
1: I've I've got a thought I can chime in with while yeah. you're efforting, you're doing your research here. I my darkest timeline, and this was something that I texted with you about weeks ago, and never I don't think I ever put this out there until recently, and I got grilled for it. My fear was that the truth of this all was that Amy adams strong had kind of lost control of the situation didn't have good football people around her, was not making sound football decisions. And I listened to that statement that you read from her at the top of this this show. And it sounds to me kind of like an owner that I had doubts about in these football situations, really grabbing the reins of this thing and taking back the control of where this franchise is headed as an organization.
0: Yeah, so let's 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 talk about some of this stuff um let's let's go through some comments here uh amy adams drunk has had a terrible 12 months i would i would as- agree i think i would yes. agree with that and it, it yes. can get better i'm not necessarily condemning this whole move yet but i would say that she has had definitely a lot of bad processes leading into this point yeah um you know i wasn't expecting this I, I i don't think firing was a big thing but i mean braden or not braden uh, stillman yesterday did say that it was a his source told him it was a possibility
1: and, and if you listen but to stillman i wouldn't have Joe expected yesterday. it i would expect the trade yeah and if you listen to stillman yesterday I, I was sitting there consuming this information his opinion on the matter and thinking this man's making a, a, a an actually compelling case for why Mike Vrabel might end up being fired. Um, so by the end of that show, I was kind of thinking it's more of a possibility than we're, we're giving it credence. And it also, to be fair, it sounds like this relationship, this situation might have deteriorated to the point where her hand was kind of forced if they couldn't find a trade partner.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like literally every team that needed a head coach would have traded picks for him. I don't think that's necessarily true. I, I don't think, either. I mean, I don't think the Chargers are going to trade would have traded picks for him because I think a lot of these teams. I, th- I think I think commanders, I could see it. I, I don't think every team I don't think literally is the correct word. And obviously, everybody right now is reporting uh Pelissero, Diana Rossini, Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, kind of all the same thing. It was like they've searched and dove into the trade waters and did not get a good sense that they were going to have a quick resolution um, yeah. to this whole thing. Go ahead. What, what are your thoughts on that?
1: No, I'm just – I'm looking because Andrew chimed in in the comments as well. Read Diana Rossini's tweet, and I'm looking for that right now. So you, you're going to have to run that. This is live TV, pal. <laughs> You might have to run that question for oh, uh, me again.
0: I can I can get that. Okay. Diana Rossini.
1: My phone is blowing up. By the way, I don't uh, know about the Titans yours.
0: Believe trading Vrabel was too complicated and would take too long. Per sources, so based on their research, that's what they think. They wanted to move on quickly. I was told Vrabel never asked ownership for trade or asked asked out of Tennessee. So according to Vrabel, he never asked for a trade <laughs> or asked out of Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Let's see. So Garrett says we are depending only on Rand to hire a new head coach, entire new coaching staff, et cetera, after one season as GM with us not knowing how much control of the Pixie actually had. Uh, I'm not going to get into the, the part about knowing, but uh, I would say go ahead and yeah. look at it like this. Rand Carthon is qualified for this job. Whether yeah. he's good at the job or not, that remains to be seen. But we know that he is qualified. We know that he has learned under Thomas Dimitrioff, less need John Lynch. We know that he has seen what works with the, the Rams slash the 49ers up close and the Falcons during a, a Super Bowl run. We know he has seen how things work. First off, we're not only depending on Ran to hire a new head coach. We are dependent on Ran and a committee, probably Chad Brinker, Anthony Robinson, maybe Burke Nihill, I guess, and Amy Adams Strunk, and maybe some other owners to have it form a committee. Maybe they hire a committee to help do the searching for them. The, the what NFL if, teams do that. What okay, if she does so, end
1: up hiring uh, <laughs> uh, somebody to look over the coach and the GM after all this? She's like, "Wow, yeah, you know what? That's a great point. Maybe I do need somebody for this."
0: But if there will be a she needs she needs that person in my opinion. But we can talk about that later. She needs that person. Um, but let's say that you get that all together and they pick the new head coach. Then the head coach picks the staff. That's yeah. how it works. So we don't have he only has to be involved in picking the head coach and he in my opinion, should have the most say on who he wants to work with. That's yeah. how it should work. And he should be involved. Don't make the same mistake that you made with Mike Rabel in the GM hiring process and leaving him out to the very end. It needs to be Amy Adams drunk, Rand Carthon. Rand Carthon's two guys that he trusts the most and brought in himself because he only brought in two so far and it needs to be maybe some other people in ownership, and they need to come to a consensus where Rand's word carries the most weight because that's how you get a truly collaborative process. You don't yes. force people into a truly collaborative process like Amy Adam struck did.
1: Yes, I would agree wholeheartedly. And like my statement <clears throat> for the last week has, has been, let the coaches coach, let the GM GM. Yes. Part of a GM's job is hiring the coach. So let's give it a shot. And you know what? If Rand proves to be incompetent, then you can you can cross that bridge when you get to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We don't know if maybe Rand's incompetent. We don't know if this yeah. is all going to blow up in the face. The, here's what I do know. The Titans kind of have a cheat code, right? You're going to see an instant bump from last year. Is, it, so, is that bump sustainable you can't get worse than six and eleven with all this cap space you have a new head coach and draft picks and a competent gm you can't get worse you can only get better but can you sustain that success and that is what she is looking for she that's her words and those have been my words over the last week you are looking for sustained success Success from whoever was going to be the head coach, even if it was Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel, with yes. a, this offseason, was still going to be better than the last two seasons. But was he going to have sustained success? And that's what she's looking for. So that's what that's the biggest important thing about this head coach. Will they have sustained success together?
1: Yeah. And, and I kind of listened to that statement as well and kind of, I just, I wonder how much the forward-thinking part of this played a factor. And we know Rand Carthon bringing in the analytics department. Mike Vrabel has taken his little uh, digs at analytics in the past before. Part of me just wonders like, how much was Mike Vrabel willing to play ball in that aspect of it too, from from an owner that might be looking at the product on the field and saying we need to get with the times a little bit. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here.
0: I mean, I'm with you. I mean, like, they, 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 I would be highly shocked if they hire a defensive head coach. Yeah, That's what I would do. I would be, yeah. whether they hire Frank Smith, whether they go to the college ranks, you know, whether they, whatever, you know, Bobby Slowick, Ben, they can lure Ben Johnson away. Maybe she's willing to pay really, really out the ass for Ben Johnson. doesn't mean mil. that they won't interview, they won't interview a defensive head coach here and there but I would be shocked based on her words that the Tennessee Titans are not getting an offensive head minded head coach somewhere.
1: Yeah. I don't know uh, what, obviously, cause we're on the air, but PK did just go live as well, or he tweeted that he was going to go live. No, he's live now and just said that he knows some stuff. So I don't know. I don't know what well, that means. he's
0: repeating the same stuff that he said in his okay. uh, article.
1: Also Tier uh, Tart. As far as I know, dude, a... as far
0: as what my little birdies have told me in uh gotcha in some chats. Gotcha.
1: Uh tier Tart also just tweeted a kissy face. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh so there you go. Uh it'll be interesting to see what comes out from certain people about Mike Vrabel and the tenure there and what's happened. Because it, it never n- not stops. But if you are the person that has been I feel like we're at a point where you can't say, man, I want Mike Vrabel to be around, but I want the Titans offense to be, to evolve. Like, I feel like we were kind of at that point. So you could say that maybe your Amy Adams doesn't know what she's doing. And I'm very skeptical as well. You can say the Titans are a joke. They're idiots. They're, they're dumb to let Mike Vrabel go. But if you are someone that's wanting evolution, Innovation, then and you side with that, then you kind of side with their decisions, sort of. I'm not saying that yeah, maybe don't arrive at you you just you side with the conclusion of their decision because you can't have both at this point. I think I think he has shown in his statements, in his words and in his actions regarding play action, motion, analytics, data, feeling, all this stuff. I think he has shown that he is, he may be a little bit more innovative and creative than what we allowed for him to be under Robinson, but he's still not there yet.
1: Yeah. I would agree with that. Sure.
0: Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, we're, we finally may be able to watch a different Titans team. I think Nick fucks here. Uh, he really nailed it on the head. Uh, feels like the t- the team we've watched past few years same style till back half of this year and in fact i would say it feels kind of like the same style since sort of Jeff Fisher sort of i mean like yeah it's kind of the same uh nick nick wants tim kelly to stay and i think i think that's a not a good situation to leave tim kelly in not to say that tim kelly did anything necessarily wrong i am yeah. saying that i think it's we're, we're moving forward it's like with Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill and and some of these holdovers and stuff. It's time to move forward. This is the time now to move forward, and and this is this is what you got to do.
1: Yeah, and I, I would say that reiterate that for the people that are worried that Arthur Smith is going to be the hire, I that seems like more verable to me. I, I don't yeah I don't consider Arthur Smith a uh, a, a forward thinking innovative individual good rhythmic play caller when yeah. he has talent on offense. Can we agree yeah. on that? Yeah. But Daniel not exactly- says
0: we, Miss Amy just released a statement. Uh, is it a second statement other than the one that we already read at the beginning? Uh, if it is, let me know. And I'll, uh, but we already went through that. And as a, it's a damning indictment of Mike Vrabel. You, you it is can again, people love putting their head in the sand and not believing in all the signs and everything, but this is pretty black and white that, that she is talking about Mike variable um he did kind of ask out when he wanted them to hire a mediator for him and ran i agree with elliot i'm not taking that he didn't say some stuff it's kind of like when uh well kevin byard asked uh they asked to be released if he when he was asked to take a pay cut and then his people came out and said well we never really uh, requested a pay uh, a release to be released and some things get said and it's implied, I guess you could almost say explicitly implied. But everything that has come out feels like and everything that Vrabel has done feels like he has sort of he's put them in a bad spot, but Amy Adam Strunk created the opportunity for him to put them in a bad spot. And again, this all goes back to Amy for me. This is a big defining moment in Amy Adam Strunk's uh, career as an owner for me.
1: So what do you think of, about the the people that are completely irate that the Titans get nothing in return for Mike Vrabel they end up just firing him which seems like the unlikeliest possibility. You know, I kind of I, in a lot of these situations I tend to say let's let's wait and see how it plays out for a little bit. I can understand the frustration. I do think it's stupid to fire him if you could have gotten something for him, but it sounds to me like they they hit a wall there where maybe they couldn't get what they felt was just compensation, and
0: uh, you, you have just to make that decision. Just it's getting quick compensation. You got to get Too compensated shame. quickly, and yeah. you and that that's the thing is kind of where I'm at is like, listen, I'm not going to condemn anybody for being mad that they could not trade Mike Vrabel, but we also yeah. have to understand there are processes in place where it's going to prohibit how long you can go with it without being involved in the hiring process right now, right? Yeah. The Rooney rule, discussing trade compensation, Mike Vrabel being willing to go, all this stuff. And listen, this could be a masterful orchestration by Kraft, Robert Kraft, saying that, hey, I'm a... You know, maybe he told, it got out that he's keeping Bill Belichick, and they're like, "Well, if he's keeping Bill Belichick, yeah, then what can we do, right? Oh, that, that's the, our main. That's the main team, right? That's the perfect team. If he's keeping Bill Belichick, which it's been reported, that Bill Belichick has been going about his business like normal, then the, what they're going to supposed to do? Keep on waiting, keep on waiting for people to do in person interviews when in person interviews aren't allowed." That's that's where, you're but I don't. I'm with you. I wish they would have taken the chance and traded for him. But there is also the risk. There's also the risk that that completely backfires on you. That yeah. has a real high risk of completely backfiring on you. Waiting that long. Um, uh, look at this. My coach, better play, better shirt is going for four x <laughs> four times on eBay. So that is. Uh, oh, sorry. That's from Brett brett MacIntosh, so
1: love brett. things Thank are going brett.
0: crazy collector's items
1: Uh-oh. yeah that's that's what i need i can't imagine what my acid washed one's going to be worth one of, yeah one of these really days. yeah
0: and and i i think that elliot's probably again occam's razor this is the most logical idea i think trading took time and they have someone in mind that they want to hire Sue, I, I don't know if Monday after the wild card round can officially be everything you can satisfy, everything that you need to satisfy by then. But I would agree with Elliot that I think they have someone in mind and to replace them, I would say Bobby Slowick. But I, Get I of am. Ran. Yeah, I am looking at it like this with let's talk a little bit about the candidates and we'll kind of wrap this up with their. I'm a little hesitant about going ahead, jumping two feet into the deep end um, with Bobby Slowing. And, okay, so Rossini just tweeted that Rand is in charge of the coaching search. So you were correct. So in charge is good, that we want him to be in charge. Yeah. Here's my problem with hiring Bobby Slowing. Is that, is he, he's 36. He's like a year younger than me. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, McVay's young, but is he ready? Is he going to be a play-calling head coach? Because we've seen play-calling head coaches flame out more often yeah. than not. Mm-hmm. Is he ready? Are you ready? And by you, I mean you, stony, but also everybody else, for more run-run pass? Because that's what you're going to get. Now, maybe more successful and better executed, Yeah, which will hide everything. I'm just saying that, you know, are you ready for that? But is he ready? That's the big thing. Like, this is his first year Colin plays, and he was a, a wonder kid. And maybe he is mm-hmm. the next Sean McVay. I mean, he comes from, yeah. you know, a great lineage of coaches. He was Kyle Shanahan's right-hand man the whole way through at San Francisco. He was the guy with that, like, the the man under the man. Yeah. So, but I'm hesitant that you're going to get a young, inexperienced, relatively inexperienced coaching, play calling head coach, and it's going to flame out. But do you feel Bobby Sloak is the guy you take the risk on?
1: I would. Um, I've just, I've been infatuated with Bobby Sloak ever since I, I watched him isolate Tank Dell one-on-one on a play that was designed with um, a mesh point and a crossing route over the middle to take the safety out of the play on cover three and get that matchup one-on-one. And he called that play perfect down and distance. And I've been watching Texans all 22 ever since. And you watch that scheme. And again, like, no, no system in the NFL comes down to just one person. But watching the way that he understands his talent, which is another another component of this, and calls plays to them, to their strengths, is something that is highly encouraging to me. Uh, because going into the season, I don't know too many people that were saying the Texans had uh, you know elite-level NFL talent on the offensive side of the ball. And to me, that's the big thing for Bobby Slowick is, is how innovative he is in getting the matchups that he wants with the talent he has available. That's a quality that I am rolling the dice on personally. Um, But I I understand the concern.
0: Yeah. Z Dean down here says, says going back to the Texans. Well, again, just freaking move the team back to Houston. All we do is poach their coaches and players. He's not a Texans guy. The, The difference between Mike Vrabel spent three or four years at the Texans and had no prior NFL coaching experience. So that is a different situation. Bobby Slowick was one of my main guys. I wanted to come in to be offensive coordinator when that position was open because he was connected to Rand Carthon. That is a San Francisco connection. The other yeah. question would be, does Bobby Slowick have the ex- enough diverse experience to bring over coaching to build a staff? Does he bring well, Chris Kurasek? who is the defensive line coach over at the San Francisco 49ers to be his defensive coordinator. Does he bring Gerard Johnson, who is the quarterback coach over at uh, the Houston Texans? That would be devastating blow for the tennis or for the Houston Texans, by the way, to lose their quarterback coach and offensive coordinator. If he comes over, (laughs) does he become the offensive coordinator over here? Who does he, who and where can he pull from to bring in the coaching staff? I think guys that you should also put on your radar are Brian Johnson, the Eagles offensive coordinator. Not a very
1: popular guy right now in Philly, though.
0: No, not very popular, but that's okay. They just have a bad quarterback. They just don't know it. (laughs) Uh, Everyone else did. They just didn't know it. Um, Could it be Brian Johnson, who's very very highly sought after last year? Could it be – is it Brian Thomas? Thomas? Is that? Oh my God! I can't believe I'm blanking on the name. The offensive coordinator for the Panthers, who was really high, Thomas Brown.
1: Thomas Uh, Brown. There you go. Who was? Who was
0: a really a well known, well liked, well respected guy from McVeigh's. Could it be Frank Smith from the uh, Josh Mc uh, Mike McDaniel down there? I think it's going to be somewhere new. Rand Carthon is speaking at 4 p.m. today, so this is going to be great because that's going to be right in the middle of of uh, Stillman's show. So we're going to get some great reaction. I know people don't like Stillman, but it's really good. Yeah. It's good radio. It's just not good analysis. Like it's good radio. But I, anyway.
1: Yeah. And I would say that uh, the the sobering reality for a lot of people that don't like him is that he's kind of been right about a lot of this stuff. And I think too often people equate, I don't like this person to this person's bad at their job and wrong. And people say the same thing about PK being negative, like that, that makes him a bad reporter. And I think it's the same with Stillman. It's like you might not, you might not like the style. You might not like the show itself, but you give him, lend him a little bit of credence on this because he's, he's been sniffing around and he's been on it.
0: The the correct wording is Titans GM Ren Carthon is now in charge of the coaching search. Carthon has outstanding relationships around the league and is viewed in the building as a leader who understands collaboration. The search begins. This is why I have never believed all of this random talk about him not being able to do the job. And I said it today on stackintheinbox.com. Those people inside the Titans building that are the holdovers that are on his entire personnel department and Mike Vrabel. They have no clue how, what working under a good GM looks like, because you got to remember yeah. Mike Vrabel looked uh, worked under Bill O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've never worked with because J- John Robinson, he was just vibes, man. Vibes. Robinson is what he was. He's just doing everything off vibes and just chilling and just like, Oh man. Yeah. It's higher. But then you're going to hire Calden. Like, I've never believed that this idea that Rand Carthon is a lazy or B doesn't know what he's doing. I've always stood against that. Now I've shared that people have said that, but I've always been very vocal that there's nothing in his resume or background that says otherwise that says he is not great, not qualified, not great, not qualified and not experienced enough to do this job. I never believed it. Final thoughts. Now that we've gotten all that out of our system,
1: I am uh I am uh, trying to go back through our text messages um do we take the victory lap I can't we text too much and it's mostly like oh did yeah. you see who's announced for the senior bowl or memes but um how many weeks ago was it that you and I had a private conversation and we both concluded like if this is the way it goes we're kind of team ran in this situation yeah. can we take team a victory ran? lap over that if it's private I think just so. between okay well, you and I can I take the think... victory lap.
0: And I think the more I thought about it and I talked about it this morning that Amy was clearly team ran in my opinion, because she could have hired in Cunningham. She could have hired Ryan Cowden. She chose ran Carthon, which and then when it came out that the meeting hadn't been scheduled yet, but there were meetings that Vrabel was meeting with them. Vrabel was meeting with ran and Amy. He ain't meeting it, ain't Rand meeting with Vrabel and Amy. That tells yeah. you everything right there. So to me, and no, the Texans cannot block the slogan. You cannot block any coach from interviewing or taking a position that is in as a promotion. And a promotion would be head coach. Uh so this is gonna be great. I, I'm I don't know. It's kind of like when John Robinson got fired. I I understand that Vrabel is likely going to find success elsewhere. Do I think he's going to find a Super Bowl as a head coach? I don't know. depends on the situation and talent around him because that's obviously matters a lot to him. But I am excited that maybe the Tennessee Titans are moving forward and bringing in an offensive-minded head coach to pair with Will Levis, your possible franchise quarterback, and going to have an entirely new looking on the field and execution wise offense
1: yeah yeah i mean you said it best
0: okay i can't well, add will do anything it for us. to Thanks. that <laughs> yeah i didn't know if you, if you could uh that will do it for us football and other efforts brought to you by bluegrass beverages forgot to talk about them at the top some of you may be needing champagne to pop some bottles now that mike rabble's gone head over to bluegrass beverages in hendersonville tennessee to get your champagne bottles and if you need to drink your sorrows away Bluegrass Beverages can help you with that, too. So head over to Bluegrass Beverages. Um, so that will do it for us.
1: Can I go finish my We're sandwich now?
0: Yeah. You go back to finish your sandwich. Okay. Uh, made right. Stoney felt like he needed to brush his teeth. So you can follow <laughs> Stoney at uh, uh, the SoBrosNetwork.com, Unofficial Titans Podcast. We're going to be doing a bunch of senior bowl work on this YouTube channel at Stony Keeley on x you can follow me on x at efforts thanks for everybody for joining we hope you had a good time hope you found stuff informative this has been a special edition of football and other efforts and you have just been effed